Hey friends, it's Dr. Shelley. I have an amazing new book that's being released on May 8th. It's called Past Lives with Pets. That's right. Have you known your little fuzzball in a past life? Maybe you have. And guess what? A lot of my clients say yes. And in this book, we will explore the past lives of my clients and you'll have opportunities to take guided journeys and see your own connections to your lovely little furry companions. There's also tons of other exercises to help you recover from the grief of losing your pet. You can meet your animal spirit totems, learn how to communicate with animals, and so much more. So click on the links and check out my new book. You're going to love it. Past Life with Pets, coming out May 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey, dear one. Happy New Year. Guess what? I am going to be interviewing special guests, starting with this episode. I've got Madam Pamita. She is amazing. Um, She's got a super interesting website, and she does a live weekly show that I'd been on last year sometime when I was promoting one of my books. And so this whole season, we're going to be interviewing Llewellyn authors. And because last year was so challenging, I wanted to get the party started by just releasing interviews from authors for for the first week in January. So Pamita is the first one. I'm so excited to have her. So settle in and let's listen to the interview together and just know that I'm wishing you a happy new year and I hope that all good things come to you in this new year. Namaste. Let's get going. Hi there, friends, and welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So the first couple of seasons of the show, as you know, I've been teaching you things, I've been talking to you, and it's been you and me, but you know I want to invite you to meet some of my very favorite people in the world, and that certainly is the case with our guest today, the phenomenal Madam Pamita is here. Pamita, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my gosh, Shelly, I am so happy to see you again because you were on my show and I, you are a delight. So getting back together with you is just the best. So I'm very, very excited to spend this time with you. So yes, you were one of the first people who floated into my mind that I wanted to have a conversation with because you've got so many exciting things going on. And one of the things that I love about Pamita, my friends, is that she's like me. She loves to teach. 
She's an author, she likes to write books, and she's got an amazing YouTube channel with lots of instructional videos and a show with fun guests who are very interactive. Because I've always believed that, you know, we need to give people tools that they can use on their own. Right? I am 100%. I am 100% that person that says, teach a person to fish and they'll eat the rest of their lifetime. And you are this, we're birds of a feather girl. Yes. Because I love to teach people. I, I don't want to be the keeper of the knowledge and like secretly holding that power. I like to share my power and empower people. And I think you probably agree with me. Like one of my biggest joys in life is when I have a workshop or I'm even getting chills right now, which is, you know, the spirit guide saying <laughs> yes. When I teach people and I take them to a place that they go, oh, I can do this. And I'm like, yes, you could do this. This is, I mean, that I'm just getting chills. That is the best feeling to be able to show someone how to do something and empower them to do it. And then they can do it and they can pass that information on to someone else. And that's how we elevate and lift up everyone into the highest vibration. This is how we do it. So, yeah. I totally hear that. There is nothing more thrilling. I do a lot of like energy healing classes and gem healing. And when somebody goes, Oh, I felt something, you know, that is a thrill. You're right. There's nothing yes, like yes. it. Because yes. everybody oh can gosh. do this stuff, you know? Yeah. I really have always been like that person that, you know, I, I do enjoy like learning from masters and learning from people who are, have skills that I don't have. And I love that, but there's a, there's a generosity that certain teachers have where they're just like, I want you, I want you to come up to my level. I want you to be here with me because we can have fun up here. And that's, I think, such an important part about, about elevating. The, that's what we're meant to be doing. That's what spirit always tells me we're meant to be doing is to be doing that, to lift everybody up. Right. And that's teaching is my, there's lots of ways of lifting people up, but teaching is your way and my way. <laughs> so we have our ways friends and this is them. <laughs> and, you know, you make the coolest videos, like you really have it going on. And I, I want people to definitely visit your website. Go ahead and give it out now and we'll give it out again later. Yeah. So my website is parlor of wonders, but it's spelled the British way. P-A-R-L-O-U-R. If you go to parlor, the other lor you'll get a magician which is awesome but not me <laughs> but parlor of wonders is my website um it's i call it a um a spiritual apothecary a, a repository of arcane wisdom i want it to feel like you're going into this magical shop with real magic and um giving you information and tools for you to transform your life and make it the best that it can be. So I have all kinds of things on there. I have workshops and classes. I have information, blogs and podcasts and videos. I have, um, I have products that I sell. I make candles. Look at this is my newest. You're going to get a sneak peek, exclusive sneak peek. No one's seen these yet. Oh I have a little wolf candle, howling wolf candle. And I have a little owl candle that we're working on. Oh, <laughs> I, that's the best. So like people that work with spirit animals or want to bring in the energy of that animal, they can work with that candle. So I have bees and I work with beeswax exclusively. I, I make beeswax candles. I make oils. I make, I have herbs. We have um, sachet powder. So we have all these magical things and we teach you how to use them. So I always say, and you'll probably agree with this, is that the, the mind, the thought, the belief 
what you think and what you say is really your magic. But you know, and I know that the vast majority of people, we go, oh, I want to do really, I'm going to burn this candle because I want to do really well on my exam because I'm going to be as smart as an owl. I mean, wise old owl, right? And I'm going to do really well on this exam. But what if I'm not prepared for the exam? What if I don't do well? What if I don't pass? If I don't pass, all my life is going to be a disaster, right? This is what most of us do when we have an intention because we go for it in a real positive way and then we get fearful. We get pulled back into that fear. And so my belief is that these things that we use, these tools that we use, we imbue them with our positive energy and they keep going forward even if we get wobbly with our intention. So that's my philosophy about magic and what magic is. So I really am, a, if I were to define myself, I'm a new thought spiritualist. And that is, you know, someone who does believe in the power of your thought and your words and your intentions and your feelings and your emotions, uh, setting a direction and a course for life. But I'm also a magician. And I'm a person that says, well, we can bring in these other things in a positive way to support our intention. They're like our, I call this like your, your support team, your, your allies, your dream team, your herbal allies and your magical allies to get you to what it is that you're wanting. So, yeah. well, speaking of that, you know, I know you um, also consider yourself a witch, are you a pagan witch? And so when you're thinking about spells, like to me, spells are about setting intentions and following through. How would you actually define that though from your expertise? Well, I say really the everybody in this world is, a, is doing magic and doing witchcraft. They just don't call it witchcraft. So every time you throw a penny in a fountain and make a wish, every time you um, avoid walking under a ladder, every time you, know, you put out, every time you say an affirmation, you're doing what I would call magic and you're doing witchcraft. But the idea of witchcraft, it's being reclaimed as a positive word because if we look at the history, I just did an article on the history of witchcraft. People have been doing magic. The shamans and prehistoric people were doing magic. And it was only when someone tried to control the power, uh, you know, established religions were like, well, we don't want you to have your own power. We want to control the power so that you have to come through us to reach divine energy, right? You have to come through us. So when that happened, if you were doing your magic on your own, you were a bad person. And we see that that word witch came about in the middle ages. So before that time, that word didn't exist. The first record we have of it is in the middle ages. And it was defined as women who were doing things like herbalism, healing, um, doing, you know, doing things that were helpful to the community also probably doing you know a few curses here and there you know people were doing all kinds of stuff back then but if we look at that idea that then the witchcraft and witch witchery and spells and magic became vilified because it wasn't going through the proper channels of the established authorities so and then we had of course the witch burnings and people who weren't even doing anything being accused because just because they were too pretty or not pretty enough or too smart or not smart enough and so this was this really this hor horrible um i would say terrorism that happened for 400 years where where people were afraid then to take their own power because if you did have any power you were suspect and you could be killed of course so that is um you know why witches are seen as and up until the most until the 20th century, we're seen as evil, bad, wrong, because the authorities said this is evil, bad, and wrong. So in the 20th century, people started reclaiming that word. And now we see this huge explosion of people, young people in particular, uh, being 
being interested in witchcraft and interested in being which naming themselves as a witch because they they decided they want to have that power to really to put out their intention and not have to go through an intermediary to connect to the divine for example or to um, work with the spirit of a plant for example so it's really just a name i mean people have been doing this forever everybody does it but you you know somebody that claims that name is saying you know i i it's a sort of rebellious stance to take because it's still kind of considered a a little bit like ooh, you know <laughs> is that around that you know so that's that's my take on it so i don't know did that did i even answer the question or did i go up on a yeah, crazy I, love it. I love it this is, I, I wanted to get into this with you because i consider you the expert on it i can say you know when i do a lot of the past life regressions with people um and again, maybe I'm talking about people that are not not the young people, but maybe a little older, um, that a lot of them do have issues around past lives where they were labeled and judged and maybe they were killed for speaking their truth. So there's a whole generation that has had to learn how to overcome those fears and move on. And then Gosh. I agree that the younger people, like in the 20s and below, you know, they've come in a whole new generation with a whole new energy and they seem to be just fearless and they just know who they are. They're not ashamed of it. They're just going for it. And I think it's really interesting as we watch different generations go through. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they feel safer because there's safety in numbers, right? Yeah. Right now, I mean, they did a, um, a, a research, Pew Research did a, 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 you know, I don't know, research and found that there are one and 1.5 million people who identify as Wiccan or Pagan in the United States. That's more than people who identify as Presbyterian. There's more people who identify in a witchy kind of way. Now, not all Pagans or not all Wiccans identify as witches. Most Wiccans do, not all Pagans do. But we're seeing this sort of resurgence of people exploring. And I think that it really is coming from Number one, a feeling of um, we have the freedom in the US and not all countries do to explore other religions and other paths. But I see a huge explosion of this coming from social media because people are posting pictures of their spells or pictures of, you know, and, and identifying that so that that young people who are connected to all this technology are feeling a attracted to it and be emboldened by it because it's not they're not the only one back when i started in the 80s you didn't go around saying you were a witch because people would have such a conniption fit about that so you were in the broom closet you know but just like you know also back then you didn't say that you were gay or lesbian either it wasn't okay to do right people didn't feel safe but i think this one of the beautiful things about this you know there's good and bad about social media and all that stuff but one of the good things about it is that people feel that they have community even if they're living in a small town even if they're living not in a place where they can connect in real life and i think that has made this um path uh, a more um uh, uh, you know there's and and by the way there are so many flavors of witches i mean you, we can get into that whole thing too, too that there's just all these different beautiful flavors that are some of them are more shamanic some of them are more i want to study and learn like the traditions and some of them are you know they're all different flavors so it's 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 a fun thing to explore and i and i think um we 
are learning to ex be more accepting and understanding it. But I think that's it. When people understand what what a witch can be or what a witch is, then it's not the wicked witch of the West in you know the Wizard of Oz or this evil you know kind of thing that we've been sort of there's been some propaganda about that. But when you talk about that past life going in, oh my gosh, that past life stuff, people feeling that may be also so many people during that time, of course, were not practicing witchcraft and were right. falsely accused. I mean, even Joan of Arc, St. Joan of Arc, who was a fervent Catholic, a fervent Christian, she was fighting for her Catholic beliefs was burned at the stake for being a witch because she wore men's clothes. So if you wore the wrong thing, you could be burned at the stake for being a witch. So of course people have an intense visceral fear when they go to a past life where they are being falsely accused of something that they didn't commit. And that fear of judgment can go from lifetime to lifetime as we know, working in past life work, you know, so yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like they come in with like a steep, I've got something that's blocking me and I can't get ahead. And so I want you to help me go back to the source event. And a lot of times this is exactly what it is. And like you said, uh, they're being falsely accused. Hello. I mean, that this has been going on for centuries. So it's just yeah. exciting, like you said, that we're living in a very wonderful country where we are free to express ourselves and that we're able to do that. And you reminded yeah. me, you know, I grew up in um, part of the time in Colorado Springs near the Air Force Academy and the Black Forest is there in Colorado Springs. That was like one of the largest uh, Wiccan populations in the United States. So a lot of my friends were Wiccans and I've just internally, I've always thought of myself like that. I don't get to do as many like fun little herbal things as I'd like to, because I guess I'm, I'm into the gemstones in this life, but it's just kind of something internally I'm always very fascinated by. And I think that we're all, yeah. like you said, we're all witchy in our own way and just kind of setting intentions, moving towards them. And that idea that what we put out comes back to us three times. And so we should try to do kind and do right by others, I think is always something that's resonated very deeply with me and others, of yeah. course. I, so, yeah, for sure. For sure. I love it. I mean, I think, you know, not everyone who makes a wish or puts out an intention or says an affirmation doesn't need to identify as a witch yet that's not you know i'm not even i think a person needs to self-identify as anything that they choose you know and they may choose to or they may not choose to you know they may not like the word or like what it the connotation or feel that kind of rebellion that they want to feel but uh but they but you know i think that that connection that deep connection whether you call it shamanism whether you call it you know, being a witch, whether you call it something else, it's that deep connection to the spirits and deep connection to the natural world. And I, that I think we all share. We, when you resonate with those crystals, it's like, that is such a magical way of, like you said, that's your, that's your tool that you, that you vibe with about supporting your intention, right? That's your, right. those are your allies. <laughs> exactly. And your allies are the subject of your gorgeous new book, Candle Magic. And mm. um, friends, this is gorgeous. And I want to say also, when you go to um, Pamita's website, I mean, your website's beautiful. All of your artwork is so cool and so kind of old-fashioned. It's just yummy. And this book is absolutely beautiful. It is wonderful. And your videos, you make these beautiful videos 
where she's got these little candles and she invites us to prayer services and stuff. It's just wonderful. So tell us about the book and some things that readers can take away. I love it. And I think it's wonderful and everyone should go get it. Oh my gosh. Well, this is a book that I, you know, I don't, I think you do probably as most writers do, you write the book, you're probably a reader and you're probably someone that loves books, right? Cause you wouldn't be, you know, I don't know. Have I ever met an author that didn't like books? You have to, I mean, it's such yeah. hard work to write a book. You'd have to be a book lover. I'm a complete book nerd. As I said, my house looks like a library. If a library had a stack of books next to the bed, in addition to all the bookshelves everywhere, you know? So I'm a huge book collector, huge book nerd. And when I'm looking for information, I like, I, you know, I like going online and finding information, but I like the depth that books have where you can really immerse yourself in something and really master something that you cannot necessarily do just by picking up this and that here and there. So you probably have the same thing where you write the book that you wish was out there. Do you do that? Yes. Exactly. You go, I want there to be a book that does this, this, and this. And I look for that book and I look for that book and look for the book and it's not there. So I guess I have to write that book. It's like, I think that's our muses tapping us on the shoulder saying, Hey, Hey lady, get, get off that. Right. Yeah. So, so, uh, so when I was looking, you know, I, I make candles and I make bees, what beautiful beeswax candles, magical candles. This is the, the premiere of that beautiful, uh, you know, that beautiful wolf. Um, but I make candles and I thought, I want a book out there that doesn't, it isn't a recipe book. There are a million candle magic books out there that are recipe books that are like, take a green candle, light it on a Friday, sprinkle alfalfa around it and say, um, you know, money, money, come to me, all the money do I see. And there's your spell, right? That's a very bad thing, but it just off the top of my head. But you, that, that's a money spell right there. But it doesn't explain to you why are you saying those words? Why are you using that herb? Why are you using that green candle? Why are you doing it on a Friday? So then you're kind of, you know, kind of a, a you know, beholden to that book and those recipes because it's mm-hmm. like, well, if I want, if I want to do a money spell, I have to find a money spell that fits my needs. Well, that one doesn't really fit. And that one doesn't really answer my questions. And this one isn't quite right. So I made a book that teaches you how to be a chef, not a, not a cook that reads out of a recipe book. I love it. So this book breaks it all down for you from very, very beginner, the very simplest spell, just light a candle. Here's what you do. Light a candle, speak your intention, you know, but it also takes you to the most complex, most involved, multiple candles, timings of spells, um, when, you know, using numerology, moving candles, all kinds of very complex things, but it explains to you what they are and how to do them so that you can design your own spell for your particular wish that gets all the, hits all the parts that you want. So you might have a kind of a complex wish. Maybe you don't just want money, but you want to get your boss to pick you for the promotion and you'll get a raise. And maybe that's your spell. Well, that's a different than a money spell. And you can customize it because in this book, I tell you how to use the colors, how to use the herbs. I have a list of herbs for different uses in the, in the appendix in the back. Um, so it, it breaks it down for you so that you become a chef 
who can go into the refrigerator and pull everything out and make an amazing meal versus someone who's looking at the recipe and I'm going to follow this recipe. It gives you confidence and the ability to be, really be a, a candle spell creator versus someone that's just doing it, what someone else is saying. So, so that's why I did this book. I love it. I love everything about it. It's beautiful. <laughs> and the fact that you <laughs> show us also on your channel, you show people how to do it. And then I guess you're right. But like when you're talking about like doing things on a Friday, it doesn't that have to do with the different days of the week and how they line up with the planets and things? Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's, there's things about like different, if you look at the, the days of the week, they each have an energy, but you can also work with timings of the moon. Like what is the moon waxing, waning, full moon, new moon. Um, you can also work with astrology. And I talk all about these things in the book. Like, how do I work with the astrology? Oh, it's a new moon in Scorpio. What kind of spell is that good for? So my favorite thing right now is to look at, to, to look at what is coming up astrologically yes. and saying, oh, that's a good time for this kind of spell. So how can I use that for what I'm intending right now? And I'm teaching people, this is the exciting thing in 2021, I'm doing a whole series for each new moon where either the person can buy a spell kit that's aligned with the astrology of that new moon, or they can come get the spell kit and come and take a workshop with me to that lines up with the astrology of the new moon. So for our first ones in January, it's a Capricorn new moon. And if you know a little bit about astrology, Capricorn is like building financial abundance, getting stability, it's great for businesses. It's great for um, your career. It's great for success. And so we have a spell kit that is a yellow pyramid candle, which is about building strong and long lasting success, right? Just like mm. the pyramids in Egypt have been around yeah. forever. So, and they're, and they're monuments to the pharaohs, right? Their success, right? Success energy. So we have this golden yellow, yellow being a color of success, abundance, and happiness a yellow pyramid candle, support candles of different colors around it, and herbs and oils and things that will go with success. So people can sign up. December 20th is when they can sign up. December 23rd is when they can sign up. December 23rd, they can sign up to get the spell kit mailed to them and then come to a workshop with me where we put it together on Zoom. We're going to wow. do it together. And I walk them through it. And if they have any questions, do I do this? What if I do that? We can answer all those questions. So I love the idea of looking at like, oh, what is astrologically coming up so that we can add, access that powerful, powerful moon energy. So that's another way of doing it. But yes, yeah, so we're going on the days of the week. Absolutely. Each day of the week has a planet associated with it. It's the seven days, which were these seven um, I would say the seven ancient planets. They didn't know about Neptune and Uranus and Pluto, right? They, they didn't know about those until later on in the 19th century and the 20th century. So, um, uh, so that that is what we we work with, which is such a beautiful thing to do. So yes, we can work with the days of the week. We can work with the timings of the moon. We can work with astrology. We can work with timings of the day: sunrise, sunset, noon, midnight, um, time of the day by the clock numbers kinds of things we can work with. So, yeah. That is amazing. So um, don't you think, I mean, what I found when I work with clients is that there's, I mean, to oversimplify in a really oversimplified way that really all people want is love, 
health and money <laughs> and some derivative of those three things. So do you find that's the case also with your spells that people are looking for? Well, I even go deeper than that. Everyone just wants to be happy and content yes. and their health or their money or their love is going right. to bring them that happiness, right? Yes. <laughs> so, but yes, I work, I work with people too. I, I, you know, as we work with people, as you work with people and I work with people, we see that people look to, um, for example, in love, sometimes, you know, they think, oh, I want Susie or Johnny. That's who I want. And that person is going to make them happy. And, you know, if that's where they want to go, then I take them on that. But I also try to lead them in possibly depending, you know, if I'm doing a tarot reading, for example, a spirit guide session, I get a message that maybe they need to start by loving themselves and taking care of themselves. That's really sometimes the foundation of activating the, the best and the highest love is to be in the place where you feel your own worth, your own value. And then when you're in that place, you attract because then you are at a very high vibration. You're going to attract someone that is high vibration. If you're feeling lack or feeling not good enough, then you may feel desperate to get someone, or you may find someone that affirms for you, reflects back to you that feeling of I'm not good enough that treats you like you're not good enough. So yeah. It's interesting to work on that in that way. And then when you do that work, that foundational work of self-love and open up, I try to encourage people to open their horizons. They want Johnny, but maybe Johnny isn't their highest and their best. So even if they're working on Johnny, I kind of say, well, could you add a little something on at the end of your spell and maybe say, or someone better? <laughs> Yes. Or something better. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Let's open. Let's yeah, it gets into worth, being worthy yourself so that you can have what you really want. And if Johnny isn't it, then guess what? There's somebody else, but you've got to open yeah. the door energetically. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes I feel a like a lot of regressions for, you know, relationship problems for the same thing. And I'm thinking, okay, if it's so bad that you're asking about them during a regression, then you probably know the answer. I hate to say it, but but sometimes the person needs time, you know, to digest and to find these things out on their own. I'm and there may it. actually be in those soul agreements that they have, you know, even if they're in the same soul group and they come together and it's a disaster when they come together, there may be something in that soul agreement that that disaster is meant to have, give you an awakening. Absolutely. So I always look for like in the thing that's hard, in the thing that's challenging, where's the gift in it? Absolutely. Where's the gift in it? Yeah, I think that Sometimes, we plan a lot of the things before we arrive and we don't realize we did that once we're in the middle of it. But yeah, the hard things are the ones that are going to create the transformations that we signed up for. So we can find yeah. the person besides Johnny or whatever, who is going to make us happy or whatever it is, but we've got yeah, to go through exactly. a few things to appreciate the things when they show up and to recognize them. Yes, exactly. And I feel like that whole idea of like, you, you can find in, in like, you know, this is the example that people often give. And you, I'm sure you've heard this before of people that go through a really intense, let's say physical ailment of some kind and they go through it and then they 
go, wow, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, but I, I can say that that was the best thing that ever happened to me because they had an awakening from that horrific, scary uh, experience. And I think that that's an extreme version of that. But if we look at things that are, instead of judging something as bad, if we can take a beat and then look at it and say, what is, what is the gift in this for me? What is the gift in this for me? That is some great reflection to have because if you can find that gift, then you can access that gift. And then the thing, the bad stuff usually disappears when that happens. The thing about it is, um, you know, we've all been through a lot of stuff here in 2020. And, you know, I keep telling people, you know what, one of these days, we are going to look back on this time and go, wow, man, that was some of the most interesting, transformational, self-reflecting time that I've ever had in my life. And we're going to look back on it with great fondness, I think, because there are so many gifts about, there's obviously horrible tragedies going on, but there's still, you know, new friends that I know I've connected with. I'm sure you know the same through the computer, through the Zooming, all the Zooming we're doing now. And there's always gifts that we can take out of these things. But when we're in the middle of it, it's really hard to see those things. But again, we are never going to forget 2020. It's going to be exciting. No. It's something that we all yeah. share together. Every person on earth has shared this together. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this whole thing that we've been through, I mean, I feel, I feel the same feelings that everyone feels anxious and secure, you know, um, nervous, uh, fearful, you know, those feelings are real. And then it's not like, I, you know, we have to kind of feel them and move through them. But I think that even in that time, as you said, this time, we've seen things that have opened up and awareness that has opened up. So in the tarot, this is such an interesting thing. There's a card that nobody likes to see nobody ever likes to see. It's called the tower card. It's a card that there's this lightning bolt striking this tower and there it's falling down and it's, it's a disaster, right? That card is followed by the star card. Beautiful woman by a pond, there's a star. It's about peace. It's about connection to divine energy. So this experience has been tower card energy where we're seeing established things. Like it's like, it's like removing a wall and seeing a bunch of mold and cockroaches, right? But, but you have to see the mold and cockroaches for you to get in there and to clean it and to get us yeah. to a better place. And I think that we are feeling very activated about protecting our earth, climate yeah. change, yeah. Um, justice for all and equality for all. And these things that we may have taken for granted, it's good for everybody. And we got complacent we realize we can't be complacent about those things anymore and that we have to get activated in whatever way we get activated, whether it's going out and voting, whether it's going out and marching, whether it's going out and donating money or doing whatever, you are activated now in a way that you weren't activated a year ago or four years ago, you know? Exactly. And we're moving into something that we can all enjoy. It's the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And to, to, to get into that new, the old has to fall away and the old yes. is resistant, you know? Yes. So, yeah, yeah. It is interesting times. And so I also wanted um, to talk about one of my favorite things that you do, which is your spell squad. 
And so you have your spell squad and you have a show every Sunday evening and it is super cool and people can come over and learn things. So tell us about that and how people can tune into your spell squad. Well, we have, I have a thing that's called the live magic Q and a, because Ooh. what happened was I was getting people asking questions about magic and, and spirituality and past lives and everything. Right. And so, um, you know, you know, you can get a million questions and it's like, you could spend your whole day answering emails and answering direct messages on Instagram. I mean, it's like, it can be never ending. And so I wanted to create this, this forum for people to get together as a community and they could ask their questions and myself and my guests, you've been a guest on the show, which has been so great. Um, where we could ask questions, they could ask questions about the things that they're interested in and we could give answers, right? So every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, I have a one hour show where I have guests on. Sometimes it's me by myself. Most of the times I have guests on and I answer questions. People put their questions in the chat and we answer your questions. It's free. It's not a webinar that's like an upsell to something else. We announce what we're doing and what we're offering, but it's not like Hey, I'm going to give you a little bit of information, but you have to buy this course to find out the whole thing. It's nothing like that. It's just a, it's a forum where we get together and we answer your questions and we share our knowledge and you meet interesting people like you. Um, And we expand this beautiful network of spiritual workers around the world. It's it's really, really lovely. And people in the spell squad um, get to know one another and they, they help each other with questions off on the chat. It's been, it's just a lovely little community that is free. It doesn't cost anything. And if people want to join, they just go to spellsquad.com. That'll take you over to the page. It's not a separate website. It just takes you over to the parlor of wonders, to the website where you sign up to be on my email list. Once you're on that, it will give you an email. We'll give you a link. The link is the same every week. And we do that every Sunday, except the first Sunday of the month, the first Sunday of the month, I have a paid workshop during that time. And that first Sunday of the month, I have a very intensive two hour intensive workshop about one topic and people join that. And that's a paid workshop. Those are $40. The next one I have is advanced candle magic, which is on December 6th. And that's going to be a fun one, a really great one where we're going to learn about like numerology and how to read a candle wax afterwards or read the candle smoke on a glass. So we're going to have this amazing um, workshops every the first Sundays. You can find those on my website. If you go to Parlor of Wonders, you go to learn and then you go to make magic with me. That'll show the upcoming workshops. But the um, spell squad, which is um, got questions. If you go to learn and then you go to got questions, you'll take you over to the live magic Q&A. You can see the calendar, see who my guests are. But every week, except for that first Sunday, we're there and um, answering questions. It's a great little community where people can learn about magic, learn about spells, learn about we talk often about you know things like past lives. We talk about things like um, spirit guides, and we talk about all kinds of things. A law of attraction. We we don't just talk about candle magic. So it's all kinds of um, spiritual stuff. Anything that I'm familiar with. So if you don't, if you ask something like, "How do you conjure demons?" I'm like, don't have an answer to that because I don't conjure demons. So can't help you there. <laughs> but um, anything you know, super positive and in that realm, and I that I can't ask an answer. I will, you can ask those questions and I'll answer them. So, yeah. Yeah. That is super cool. I've done so much uh, radio and TV interviews over the years. I have to say, this is one of my favorites. So if you have a minute, friends, you better go check this out because it's super cool. It's incredibly fun and I love it. And you've also got a really cute Instagram because you put little videos, little prayers. 
on your Instagram. So what is your Instagram address? My Instagram is Madam Pamita and everything, all my socials are Madam Pamita, all one word. So if you want to find me on YouTube, if you want to find me on Instagram, just put Madam Pamita, all one word, no spaces, and you'll find me. But I was going to say on YouTube, you can see Shelly, me and Shelly on the Live Magic Q&A. So if you want to get a little flavor for it, come go back and type in Shelly Karen and Madam Pamita and you'll see us there. And you can watch our little hour of answering questions. And we were talking about your book, The Pet, um, The Past Lives with Pets, right? Yes, I'll post yeah. that in our show notes here as well. So people can get yeah. back to it because that was yeah. fun and I enjoyed it so much. So Madam Pamita, you are a joy and you are a kindred spirit. And I think you're wonderful. I wish you a wonderful rest of your 2020. Great success with your new book, which is wonderful. And people get out there and check out these spells because I know they work. They're wonderful. Yeah, it's a, just a lovely way. I mean, I think spells are just such a lovely way that people can put an intention on something. And the candle spell, you can watch it burn. You can see your magic. It gives you a focus. It gives you a, a place where you feel like you're doing something for the thing. And that in and of itself is a very, very powerful thing to do. So, you know, you don't have to be a witch to do magic. Anybody can do magic and anybody can do a spell. And, and there's people of all faiths, all practices. I have clients, you name it, I got it. And, um, have had great success in doing this kind of work. So I'm so happy to share this information and I'm very excited. I want to share one last thing. My book just found out my book is going into its second printing one month after it's been out, it's going into second printing. So it's been, it's been a huge smash and great feedback from people. So um, I'm very, very excited. So keep it coming. I love it. I love your good energy. Yeah, congrats, congrats. We're excited. Go get the book candle magic. I'll put the links here as well as your website. Instagram and our interview that we did. And so the other thing I think about spells, you know, in a time when we feel like we're completely out of control, these are ways we can feel a little bit more in control of the external world. As we know that everything's improving every minute, we've just got to get through this. And I know we will yeah. do it. Yeah, it's a beautiful way to keep that focus positive, to keep yeah. your attention on your goals. You know, you can't, one of the things I say in the beginning of the book is, you can't, if you're a person that has a hard time focusing on your intention, you cannot be unfocused and do candle magic. Cause if you do, if you're unfocused, you're going to burn your fingers. So. <laughs> oh, wow. I just got a clue from the universe. <laughs> painful, but uh, you know, we have to learn these lessons. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shelly. This has been a delight being with you. You too, Pamita. All right. Many blessings. All right, friends, so we've loved it today and stay tuned for another episode of Healing Arts. And until next time, just take care of yourself. And I'm sending you lots of loves and prayers. Namaste. Loves and prayers. I don't think that's... We'll be right back. friends, guess what? I've got a new book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide on March 8th called Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. This book is based on something I call genealogical regressions. 
because sometimes when I'm working with clients, I go into their past lives and I realize this is not the source event of the challenge. We need to send light and love to ancestors in order to make our lives the wonderful places that we want to be. So I hope you'll check out my new book and stay tuned for class announcements, book signings, and more as March gets closer. Heal your ancestors to heal your life coming March 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide. Hey friends, I want you to check out my Past Life Lady YouTube channel that has tons of free videos that teach you how to do all kinds of things from energy healing, gem and mineral healing. I've got guided imagery up there for you. So check it out. Just go over to YouTube and type the words past life lady in the search bar and hit subscribe. And I'll look forward to welcoming you over to my channel today. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. We did it. We made it through our first interview. And coming up for the next week, you're going to get to hear from more really interesting Llewellyn authors. And I made some new friends. I've done a lot of interviews uh, during the month of December, and I've made so many new friends. I think you're going to enjoy everybody that I've talked to so far. I know I have. And so just know that I'm wishing you a blessed new year. And also remember, if you want to see the interview, you need to come out to my YouTube channel. And please subscribe, because that's how I'm going to get to create more content for you as we move forward into this new year and beyond. So I am so grateful to you for listening to this show this year. I am sending you peace, joy, love, happiness, and all good things that you deserve in the coming year. And I can't wait for us to continue our friendship. So take care, dear, and I will see you soon on the next episode of Healing Arts. Namaste. Hey friends, it's Dr. Shelley. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or trauma, check out my book, Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories. This is a book filled with amazing case histories of clients who have successfully healed their anxiety and trauma, and it has a lot of guided journeys in it designed to help you get through these challenging times. Click on my website at pastlifelady.com, follow the book links, and check out Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories today.